Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, honey, but through our own lens, which can be, I mean, chapped, which can be, I mean, bubbly, which can be tannic, I mean, in so many ways. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi, friends. We are doing something at the same time, which is talking. And because we're so excited, honey, to tell you what podcast episode this is. It's on both of our tongues, honey, are just like a dog. Uh, Gunther's Millions, episode four. And this is Heir of the Dog. dog, Which is like, uh, I mean, just drinking right after a night of drinking, honey, trying to make sure that like your tummy feels bad. Make it feel worse by putting more alcohol into it. Well, do you like drinking, you know, when you're already hungover? Uh Uh-uh. Is that what that hair of the dog is? Yeah, hair of the dog is like literally like I've drank the night before. I am so disgustingly hungover. I feel gross. What do I do? Immediately get drunk by alcohol. It will make you feel better. It's like literally like it's probably like for alcoholic people like you know who have shakes in the morning. It's like yeah, it's how you feel better. Have more alcohol. Oh, it's hair. The, it's hair of the dog. Oh, you know what? Somebody did once tell me that this is like in college. She was like, no, you that's what your body is craving. That's why you're sick. It's because your body's craving alcohol. So if you like drink two beers, then it'll go away. But like usually the next day for me is so terrible that it's like migraine city and like sleep. So uh, no, no more alcohol for me at that time. Um, But anyways, so yeah, this is the final episode of this weird ass documentary who takes us through so many left turns, right turns. And now Last episode, we took a left turn onto um, tax evasion lane, and now we are taking a right onto. Who's talking dog- here? <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead, say it. Whose dog is this? Road. Yeah, that's what we're taking it on to. Um, so, in this episode, it's the end. So, we're going to get through this mighty quick. Antonella. She is the real dog owner. She is the owner, original owner of Gunther the Third, which was her dog. And she met Maurizio when she was 16 years old or something like that. And Maurizio was in um, her father's class as a student. And at first she was like, oh, no. And I was like, you guys are both on the same level of attractiveness. And um, <laughs> he um, somehow they became good friends. They got together. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we both own this dog. Go. Yeah. The reason why I thought it'd be great to get together is she's her dad, who's like an art teacher, is like, look, straight up. You know, this Mauricio person, he's like one of the best students I ever had. He's really good at art. Now, I don't know why we never talk about this again. Like Maurizio, I think, is maybe an idiot savant and has like certain talents that we don't talk about. It's so funny because we talked about in the last episode that there was this contention that he felt like his mom wanted him to be a scientist, but he wouldn't be a, wouldn't, didn't want to be a scientist. Weirdly enough, starts his whole life to do weird experiments on people. Like you are a fucking scientist. What's wrong with you? You have the money to make things happen anyway. God bless. But, and then back here, we'll talk more about his science experimenting, but with the dog, but <clears throat> it's, it's, I, it's interesting because if, Someone I respected told me that this guy who likes me is like one of the best at something that he's ever seen. I'd be like, oh, okay. And then if I just, I don't know, found out that that person was just like 
500 million dollars only child <laughs> i don't know i would just be like yeah i'll go out with him a little i'd be like oh I'll, you know what? i'll take that date i'll take that date this girl is okay looking she has a little mouth you know and she seems angry all the time you know like <laughs> i'll tell you right now it's very obvious because we've already met two of Maurizio's ex flames and these two women still very much hold in a regard an esteem for him whether they want to bang him or not probably not have you seen his hair but both women are like he's cool like we don't we I whenever Carla like still is around his life but this woman is like I hate that fucking asshole no I hate him like I don't care how rich he is or the dog whatever let me tell you about what he did to me honey he's took my dog you know so anyway yeah that's how I feel about that one yeah, I mean, it's weird because I think maybe it's because Antonella didn't want to be a part of the cult, which is a key part of reasoning of wanting to like be with Maurizio is because he provided a certain lifestyle and Antonella wasn't willing to like put aside whatever lofty vision she had of herself. Mm. But anyways, so she named the dog Gunther because that was Bridget Bardot's husband. And so since Bridget Bardot was like the sex symbol of like European in the whatever years, um, his name was Gunther. So she named Gunther the dog after a famous lady's husband or whatever. That's weird. Like, I guess it's like, because even like Marilyn Monroe had like famous lovers, but they were all famous. And so like, you know, one would be like, oh, I named my son Joe DiMaggio. And they would be like, oh, Marilyn Monroe's husband, you know, like he's famous by himself. Like, I can't think of like, like okay, I got it. Like, no one's going to name their son Chris Judd. No one's going to name their son. What was that? About? Chris Haley Humphrey. Bieber. Haley Bieber. Oh, I disagree. Haley Bieber at least was, um, she was a Baldwin at least. A Baldwin? She's a Baldwin? Yes. Oh. She's Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Yeah. Isn't that so Oh, crazy? I didn't know that. I thought she was another Canuck. Okay. No, but anyway, I get, I get the point. But like, you know, uh, I guess like, yeah. I and mean, she's also like a famous model now. Like, do you, like, Chris Humphreys was, I guess, a, a NBA player. But like, I don't even know if he even plays in the NBA. Like, why would you? It's like naming someone the, the lesser known, you know, periphery character of a sex symbol. I don't know. I don't know. She thought it was really hot. So she that's what she really did. Good. And so then what happened is that um, Mauricio fell in love with Gunther, not with mm-hmm. Antonella. No, so he no. was just purely there for the German Shepherd. And then one, he got sick, the German Shepherd, right? And then um, his family's pharmaceutical company came up with some kind of medication or whatever, gave it to the dog. The dog had a clean bill of health. So this is, I think, maybe what sparked Maurizio's love of the media circuit because they immediately started to go on all of these crazy ass Donatello slash Oprah. Remember Oprah used to do, if you guys don't remember this, I'm going to remind you. Oprah's early shows were in 30 minute blocks. So she had a full hour but she would have one guest that was different on thir- the first 30 minutes and then a separate like theme the last 30 minutes so she would do like i married my turtle and like people who married their animals in like the first 30 minutes and then the le- next 30 minutes would be like i'm a nazi so like she <laughs> so that's what kind of sleazy talk show you know because this is like the birth of the talk show right not late night but like a daytime talk show mm-hmm. and so he went on a bunch of these things and he got you know um he got this flair for the dramatics and for the media. And so they wanted to try to see if maybe they can make some kind of medicine that was going to cure depression and anxiety. And so they went on this media tour and then Antonella somehow became this hater and like got upset and then felt like her and her dog were being used. And then 
I don't know how this happened, but he used all his money to get Gunther the third cloned or to start breeding more Gunthers. And then Antonella just kind of like falls to the wayside. And then we have Gunther the fourth. Yeah, uh, that's absolutely true. And then we meet some last characters. So like, then we meet the breeder that's been doing this and uh, you know, like he has a bunch of champs in his line. One of his champs is Nain Oprah. Mm-hmm. Which I remember just being like, interesting. No, no. Um, and then, uh, you know, Lucy comes back. You know, and it's so funny because I wonder if they ever asked Lucy to take the fall with like, well, I'm the head of PR. It was my idea for the Countess the whole time, but no, they really let him take the fall with his whole like mental health any issues. So, um, the after this. The Gunter Corporation gets into dog breeding and dog kennels, but like there's drama there, you know, like it just kind of feels like they'll do whatever, they'll buy a yacht or whatever. Like they're just constantly trying to find new ways to spend just a shit ton of money. And you make know? it too. So yeah, with that whole thing with the dog breeding, they ended up because they bred so many different lines of Gunther. Um, that they made it a company so that it could like, I guess, get like some kind of tax write-off or whatever. That's what you do, right? When you're doing a thing, you create a company around it. And so um, they do that. And then there's this guy, his name is Alaric or whatever. I don't know how to say it. And um, then they asked Lucy about the kennel and she's like, oh wait, do we, are we talking about that? Can we talk about that? Do we, are we talking about the kennel? I don't want to talk about the kennel. Like, Then enters this like Tim Burton-esque figure. They like have him in some like gray lighting and he's like sitting down with his hair slicked back and he's like, <laughs> yes, I began working for Alaric um, on this day and I really love the animals, but I knew something was up, you know, from the beginning. And then we're like, what's up? Then they cut to some other characters two um, bleach blonde individuals who love tattoos who like playing with German shepherds in like a field. And they're like, yeah, you know, we, we have lots of dogs. We love them. We love German shepherds. And they, they feverishly call the animals to them and the animals just don't come. So it's like, oh, you're not that good at whatever it is you think you're trying to sell us that you're doing. We find out that they get also hired to go and take care of the dogs. So they end up going to this beautiful villa, right? Oh, it's beautiful. They, they love the grounds. So they get inside and they realize that like the inside of the house is just like one big ass kennel with several cages of like 52 dogs that are malnourished and that are have just spent their whole time in the cages. And then the other Tim Burton character was like, yeah, it was just so many animals for me to try to take care of. And I didn't know what was going on and I didn't want to tell the policia. So then finally he tells the policia and then the goon, the Mar- Mauricio gets wind of this and they're like, what's happening? And so everyone is blaming Alaric for the fact that he treated these animals poorly and then barely got any help it's like what was he doing with the money that he was probably given to take care of the gunters um and he's like well what did Maurizio say and i'm like why does that matter just tell us what she why you why you let these dogs be in terrible conditions so that's the big secret is that the dogs were in terrible conditions and um god you know it just it seems so hard to keep dogs in terrible conditions if you have any semblance of money like there's nothing but land. I mean, land with like some shelter and some like, and then you just have to pay for people to clean. Like, they don't need to have like nice 
accommodations, you just have to have it be like service, clean, cleaned out poop. There's water, there's fresh food, you know, like it just seems God, like a dream job, truly. Yeah. So then we have a scene of Maurizio and Carla going to the Bahamas looking for a place to make these, to have a dog sanctuary. And I'm like, Bahamas? There's no place in Italy? You want to take them to the Bahamas? Carol Lashley, honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Lashley. Emma, also, you're going to put a bunch of German shepherds on an island? A 38-acre island? That's not very big. 38 acres? That's it. It seems like they're running around, around with the iguanas. You went out. Oh. So I was waiting for you to like either say, say the last part again. Running around the island with the iguanas? Honey, listen. Carol Lashley told them they needed to do something on the island because I haven't been here long enough or something or something. I got to be some <laughs> legitimate business with dogs or it has to be Gunter related. And he was like, check and check. I'll come here with yeah. Carla. You know, like at this point, Carla like has the dog now. Like, you know, we also realize that when we've seen the dog, not that the dog really makes any difference because it's not a rich dog now. We've realized it's like, you know, just a rich man with his dog who's named Gunter, the 29th. But uh, the Gunters that we even see, like sometimes are not even like the quote unquote, like Gunters that there are. They're like Gunter's cousins, you know, because he has just like clone dogs and dogs. Like Carla's right now taking care of the dogs. Like Carla is Maurizio's like sister slash ex-wife, you know, and almost feels that way. Oh, Whew. I was like, what are you talking about? So the part where we, that was the big drop of the, yes, honey, it's a sister. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like really confused. I was like, that's not what I saw. So anyways, like we start to talk a little bit about Maurizio's depression. He tells us that he's bipolar and that, you know, this whole thing was just made up because he needed something to do basically. And then everybody else who they tell, like they, so they tell the camera guy from episode one or the, the not the camera guy, the um, let's do lunch, the um, casting director from episode one, that not only did Carol, that, um, that the countess didn't exist and that everything was basically made up. And they're just like, well, you know, um, having experienced life with Maurizio was, has opened me up as a person. Michelle said it opened her up as a person. I mean, opened her up so much. And now all she does is stay in her house and dog sit. Um, Lee has opened up as a person. The guy who does the, the male escort service has opened up. He, they all learned how to live fabulously because of Maurizio. Oh yeah. Especially that Garrett opened up businesses in New York, Vegas, LA. If you go to his website, which I didn't, uh, they don't list them. They don't list the men that are available in each. <laughs> and they don't sometimes also have a private picture that just says private and a name that you would have to then email them to get that person's information. I mean, I'm just like, I don't think I would want to pay for sex from men. I mean, even though it would be good, I think they're professionals, but I just like to give drunk at a bar some more chances, you know? No, I also don't want to pay for sex from a man because I would indubitably think that he has had sex with many women. And I tend to get, you know, I tend to view that the way that men from the 50s think of it for females, which is dirty. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's interesting to know about Chris Farah. Mm-hmm. Um, dirty D. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think every man's D is dirty. So that's, that's the one thing I don't, I don't, I, everyone is disgusting individual. Really? Um, yeah. You think every, every man's disgusting? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Because, because are you thinking because he has had you know a bunch a bunch of sex or he would you know have sex with any per, uh situation person at any given time for no for like no like connection just whatever like what what is it about it or all? yeah i mean i it's like it okay so whenever whenever i'm like dealing with a celebrity i think they're dirty i think they all have yeah they're gross and then um when i'm dealing with like a regular guy i just feel like men just be out here doing whatever especially if they're like going out like to bars drinking i feel uh, listen yes no no judgment because i'm now a person who goes out to the bars drinking but when Mm -hmm. i wasn't i Mm -hmm. assumed everyone was out anyone who was out in public intoxicated was trying to hook up Mm -hmm. and having a lot of sex i had roommates who would hook up with people from bars and so I'm like, oh, th- this drinking culture of going out and hooking up is like a thing. So like anyone who does that to me is a dirty do, dirty d, dirty do, <laughs> dirty dude. Um, how's your, by the way, uh, and this is if you're on our Patreon, you would know this. How's your like, you know, ice cube situation? Oh, you know what? What? Um, I had to stop it because the limes weren't working well. The mints might work well, but I mixed the mints with the lime, and it was really bitter. It would make very bitter water. So back to the drawing board. Um, but for a while there, it was great. I mean, with just the lemons, when I was just doing lemon and the water, it was quite tasty. Yeah. And I told you to try some basil. You'll love it too. Lemon, basil, cucumber, you know, mint, God bless. All right, my loves. Okay. So basically, let me give you some updates. Um, Maurizio, you know, yes, obviously suffers from bipolar. And we have four episodes of really a man's delusional life and then kind of like piecing like an onion going back layer and layer to really get to the story of a very lovely probably very smart very lonely feeling man that has for his life riddled with his uh has been riddled with depression and has been struggling to overcome it struggle yeah. really wants to like it has tried to isolate the way why and probably has you know completely surrounded himself with your honors yes people you know i don't and i wonder who he has in his life that can be real with him and i hope carla you know yeah you know and if she can stand up to him and sometimes be like dude absolutely fucking not but anyway um so he does do sports management he has sport uh owns different football slash soccer teams that's what you say in italy still and he still has the corporation that's why all the people still have the titles that like lucy has and all and all that stuff the money still exists and there's the two lawyers all of that's very much still happening fabrizio is in prison he as of march 2021 is in prison um so violating different paroles uh juan i (laughs) wondered what that meant like uh listen I don't wish prison on anyone. I'm sure it's not good. Uh, oh, I wish it on several people. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, no, I definitely met a lot of people. <laughs> so, but like an Italian prison, I was like, well, what kind of food do you have there? Like, mm. because honestly, pasta. pasta is yummy and also quite cheap. Like it's dried. Like you don't have to have fresh pasta. Like, and it seems like in Italy, 
they I'm sure have a lot. Like there's just what I want to know is are they eating pasta every day? And what's their cheese? What kind of cheese do they have? Do you know that I tried to literally do research for you all on an article? And this article, no, I don't want to, you know, I'm not a history scholar. Well, oh my God, you're not a lawyer. You're not a doctor. You're not a therapist. You're not a rapper. You're not a history scholar. Go. No, I'm not. So I can't, you know, make this 100%. But this one article said that every inmate is given 250 milliliters of wine a day. Wow. <gasps> Oh my God. Good for them. It's like, is wine just less potent? It's like wine has been drunk throughout the centuries. Is wine less potent than it is elsewhere? I just don't understand. Uh, no, it has, yeah, the alcohol content varies, uh, varies, but Italians usually have a high alcohol content. Here comes, honey, your WSET level two of the day. So the warmer the climate, typically, and this is not for everything, but typically the warmer the climate, you can ascertain there might be more alcohol in a warmer climate varied uh, varietal. So, um, so like a small, so yeah, in a, even though France is in Italy are close to each other, French, colder reds would be less alcoholic, should be. But however, at the same time, you could also adjust things in the winemaking process. So there's no rules. Um, having said that, yeah, they're all drinking Chiantis. You know, they're just having a little like Italian table wine. It's just like, you know, it's easy for oh them. Oh, my God. Wait, so Chianti is Italian table wine? Yes. Meaning that like it's just like the general one that just like people just put out. So it's yeah, not like, like special or anything? If you go to an Italian restaurant and like sometimes they'll just have one on the table, it usually will be a Chianti. And sometimes even like if you've ever had the Italian wine that is in a straw like basket, sometimes mm -hmm. that's Chianti too. Oh. You're welcome. Thank you. But is there anything special about it? Like, is it like, like if I go to the grocery store and get it, am I like having like a, I'm just getting yeah. like the. Now, listen, yes, you can. I know what you're saying. Now, you can get Chianti Classical Reservas, which are higher, you know, like, which are really good vintages at really good vineyards of the varietal, you know, but like, and there's also just, you know, mixed from a region that doesn't have a good, you know, DOA or whatever. That's like, that's kind of like what that is. But, um, but having said that, wine is meant to be eaten with foods, you know, sometimes, and specifically with cuisine laden cultures you can put your money in the fact that the best way to eat italian some italian foods is with what the wine in the region is and so chianti and like charcuterie chianti you know hard cheeses chianti and pasta you know like you can't go wrong no there are other italian reds too you can get into valpolicino and like you know yeah god bless you can do you but yeah. Um, so we end this off by basically being told that everything we learned in the first two episodes was a lie and that um, this person has held on to this lie and these people around him have held on to it. Now, Lee I and the other people are like, it doesn't matter if it was a lie. What does it matter? Of course. I, I, I made a whole life of it. I got paid from it. Like my life was fabulous and, and, and my life continues to be fabulous because of Maurizio. So it doesn't really matter that the Countess wasn't real. And then the women who love him, Christina and Carla, they have his babies. So, of course, they're invested in him and his well-being and his wealth. And um, it's just, it is what it is. Like, the porn star, she came back and we were like, why? 
Why were you even here to begin with? Why did they keep any footage of you here? Why did they even keep the porn star theory? I mean, like thread going. That could have been on the cutting room floor. Um, and now all the Gunthers have been released. The 52 um, skinny dogs are now adopted. Nine of them by the two women who have tattoos and um, love to play in a field and others by other folk. And so in order to make over make up for that, there's going to be an animal reserve in the Bahamas. So that's the end of this documentary. Oh, and then Maurizio like thinks like it's over and that they're done filming with him. He's like, hey, turn it off. And he's like, hey, come here. Why don't we tell the people that the dogs were cloned? Sounds better, right? Sounds, sounds more spectacularity. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he I don't think that the dog is the one that's like pushing a little dog nose and making sure that everyone's fucking amulet thing is just like glazed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, Gunther is still with them. I don't I think it's Gunther the they there was the fourth, the fifth, I think it's Gunther the sixth. Because the fifth died in twenty twelve. So. Yeah, and the six was with Carla. Uh, their little Netflix thing that I read was like five questions with Maurizio, and it's like very well. It's very translated. Where I'm like, it feels so stagnant. He's basically like, I like this Gunther more than this Gunther, and this Gunther had this personality. Like the Gunther four was very dominant. Gunther five loved being around people. I really didn't like Gunther. You know, it's like so. It's just it's he seems he seems uh very eccentric you know and i don't know what's going to happen as he ages but it seems like he doesn't want the limelight anymore unless this t i mean because it doesn't feel like he funded any part of this netflix series so having said that this if he's wanted fame the funny thing is probably this is the most fame he's going to probably get I, I wonder if this will kind of re-enter a version of the monster you know I don't know. Um, and I hope we don't see him ever again. I could go without this. This like, thank you for those of you who listen to every single episode of this. Like this was one of the ones that's going to go down in the like B column for me. It's like, it started off, started off great. It started off like it was going to be everything we needed it to be. Mm -hmm. And it, it ended in a dud. It ended sad. And it ended in a way that I didn't find to be thrilling at all so um for those of you guys when we do release sally mcneil's <laughs> um documentary that's one is one of the greats um and one you should go back and listen to is the till swan documentary one of the greats um any other ones that you think were good chris that we've done so far i love deep end no the same uh you know what uh i think we have a lot on the docket coming up that we're going to like get into i think that we've been really enjoying love after lockup and such. And so it's really hard to find something that also, because there's docu-series keep wanting to stretch stories into more than episodes than they need. I'm going to say this Gunther's millions could have been three episodes easily. Yeah. And I think that it's like, they really could have used less characters. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, so yeah, it just wasn't one of the best. It's hard. So tell us what you want us to watch after you've watched it. We're thinking of doing Pam or Pamela. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Um, like I said, we've got the Sally McNeil one coming out next week. So you'll be able to watch that one. It was great. Um, so it really is hit or miss. And so we need your eyes to tell mm -hmm. us 
what's good. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you would like to see the visuals of what you were hearing today, you can join us on Patreon and that's patreon.com slash docusweeties. It helps support us in our podcasting journey. We're doing some fun collabs that are coming up. And we appreciate you guys, your support. We appreciate you telling your friends about us or retweeting us on Twitter or, you know, whatever place you retweet things. I don't know why I said that. I'm never on Twitter. Um, But yeah, thank you so much. So Chris will tell you about our social medias. No, I mean, I think you did a great job already. But however, if you want to retweet, uh, there are many tweets. Go to Twitter and then put an at docusweeties1 if you are on instagram you don't have to put that one there you can just put at docusweeties and same thing on tiktok thank you guys so much for going on this journey this four-part journey now remember to give us five stars when you actually give our podcast a review wherever you are listening thank you guys so much have a beautiful rest of your day and you know uh if you're going to be rich uh you don't just be you you don't have to bring a whole dog into it and if you're going to be rich, contact me and I will be your friend. Oh, yeah, me too, me too, me too. I'm Bye. Oh, Burgundian. I'm just like, I'll be your Burgundian for life, you know? <laughs> All right, you guys, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.